Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? We are here again on a Friday morning, and today I am extremely excited to have another special guest on my show. Her name is Emily Norman. I met Emily because, well, (laughs) she uh, lived in the uh, Amish country area where I used to live, and she found me on social and we started talking and uh when i visited ohio a few months ago i uh met her in person and we just got to have a conversation and i realized that we have a lot in common when it comes to the health industry and what she focuses on and what she does and i said hey i need you to come on to my my podcast because there's people that need to hear your story and you have expertise in things that Uh, I want people to hear, and that is endometriosis and fertility. That's our topic today. We're going to be talking about that and talking about Emily's journey on that and how she was able to uh, go from having endometriosis, being told that she would never be able to have kids, to having two wonderfully amazing children. And I'm going to let her tell her story, but a little bit about her before um, I have her chime in here is Emily is a stay-at-home mom with two little ones also a certified nutritionist. And after being diagnosed with several health conditions at a young age, she was told, like I said before, that she would never have be able to have children. But because of these conditions, a flame was sparked inside of her to start her own journey towards finding hope and healing in her own body, which is so, so, so incredibly powerful and amazing. Because when we learn how to take control of our own health. And sometimes it's when our back is up against the wall. That was the case for Emily. So Emily, welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about about yourself. And I'm super excited to have you. Thanks, Lizzie. I am so excited to be here um, and for this opportunity. So like Lizzie mentioned, my name is Emily Norman and um, I'm 26 years old and I am from Georgia. Uh, I did live in Ohio in the Amish country for a while and uh, linked up with Lizzie. So grateful for that opportunity and to have just met you. And um, so I am a stay-at-home mom. I have two young kids, one that just turned two and one that's fixing to be five. I am a wife and um, I adore helping people. Um, It is my passion. It is my heart because of the story of myself and the path that I have walked, um, feeling so hopeless at times, feeling like it was just a dead end street everywhere I turned, um, going to several different doctors and getting no answers. Um, so that is what has uh, dove me into this headfirst. Um, and I'm just so thankful to be able to help other women Um, with my story. And I just thank God for giving me the opportunity to do so. Absolutely. So Emily, take us back to where this all started with you. Like, I want to hear like, 
what, what, at what age did this start with you with endometriosis and what was that process like? Cause I want to take the listeners on this journey of like, there's so many women that are struggling with endometriosis and being told that this is just what it is. And they're going to have all of these symptoms for the rest of their lives, even being told that they would never be able to have kids. And so I want you to just kind of go back to like where that started with you. And we want to go through that journey of like how you got to where you're at now. So take us back to the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So I'll try to uh, not skip details, but make this as short as possible. So um, from the time I was 18 months old, I was very susceptible to UTIs um, and got them horribly for as long as I can remember until, you know, just a few years back. And so then once my period was getting ready to come, I was in middle school and just started having terrible cramps. And, you know, you hear, okay, yeah, you're going to have cramps. You're going to, you know, maybe have headaches and sore breasts and all these PMS symptoms that are deemed normal and um, they're common that's what they should be deemed. They're not necessarily normal. And I had them all. I had pain so bad that I was doubled over. And so eventually my period came and what sparked me of like, okay, this is not normal is I was taught you need a 28 day cycle. My mom had a very normal cycle. She didn't have bad PMS. Um, and so she was like, it will be around every 28 days. And that's all I knew. Um, and so when it wasn't, it was, you know, 40 days or every 10 days, or it was so just all over the place. There was no consistency. I was trying to track my cycle and it was very difficult to do so because it was all over the place. So kind of fast forward, my mom gets me in with the OBGYN and she tells me, um, at 13 years old, you have severe endometriosis, you know, don't worry. I have, uh, patients all the time that have children and they're fine. We're going to put you on this birth control and life's going to go on. Um, they did draw some blood and ran some labs, but I can't tell you what any of that was because they just told me everything was normal. And I knew what I was feeling. And I knew in fact, it was not normal and I was miserable. So yeah. they put birth control. And I didn't know at the time, the side effects that birth control caused, um, depression, anxiety, um, weight gain, all these things. And all I ever knew growing up was diet culture. I didn't know true nourishment, um, and what that meant. I was told, you know, yeah, you need to eat fruits and vegetables because that's what keeps you healthy and skinny. You know, it was all like, yep skinny, be skinny and not let's be healthy, be healthy. And it's, I'm not blaming that on my parents at all. That's what they were taught. And that's all they knew to teach. And then you have the world screaming. So fast forward, I go through high school. I lost my period for several years due to the birth control. Um, but each month when my cycle was supposed to be, I was having extreme cramping to the point. I was like nauseated, double over in pain um, and then approaching all this time was having severe UTIs, so I thought. Um, and my digestive system, it was just so messed up. 
and I was doing extreme exercise, trying to keep the weight off from the birth control and was terrified I was going to become fat. And I was never near fat. I'm almost 5'11", and I was probably closer to anorexic in high school than I was fat. But that fear was just in my mind. And I, I had a horrible relationship with food, no idea how to nourish my body. I was just my body was so inflamed, so much inflammation, so much pain, and I was so miserable. So I would go every six months for a checkup with this doctor. You know, I would express like, I'm miserable. I'm in pain still in this birth control is not fixing the issue that you told me it was supposed to fix. And they would take a little bit more blood. Labs would come back normal. They would redo my birth control prescription and send me on my way. And so I didn't realize just how bad it was until my husband and I got together and we got married. That's when I realized just how bad my symptoms and the things that I was experiencing were. So So Emily, I'm going to chime in here in just a little bit. Like this had become your norm. Like this was, this was like you, this all started when you were what, 13, some, something like that. But what's crazy to me is that how early on you were actually having symptoms at what 18 month old. And so that that's like, okay, a a genetic thing that was potentially transferred down, but also what's crazy to me is how bad your period symptoms were before you ever even started your period. And then leading all those years you know, during high school and in college, whatever age that you went to. And then when you met your husband, like it had become such a norm for you that it was like, well, this is just what life is until you now met your husband. So tell us about that. Yes. So met my husband, we got married when we were 19 years old and still all this time struggling with UTIs. Okay. And so I get in with a doctor who Um, wanted to do a bladder biopsy. And I later learned they don't even do those anymore. Um, This was a very old school doctor. And would you have it? They did it the week before my wedding. Um, And it was a miserable recovery. Um, Like almost passed out several times using the bathroom. The days after leading up to my wedding day, I was panicking. All of a sudden I'm bleeding again. Um, And they, of course, my OBGYN changes my birth control right before getting married to prevent pregnancy because we weren't ready for kids yet. Um, and it was just this mess. So we get married and the first nine months of our marriage were hell. They were literal hell for me, um, for my health, for my body, my poor husband, you know, um, we get married and, you know, you are probably told like, okay, intercourse may be a little uncomfortable, the first few times, but it gets better. Um, well, it didn't for me. And I was so embarrassed to say a word to anybody. Um, it's so like, I feel like we do such a disservice to the younger generation by, um, especially the Christian generation, it's almost taboo and they're just taught like it's bad. And so we just don't say anything about it. Um, and so I was, so mortified to say anything. And my mom and I are very close. And I finally, about five months, four four or five months in our marriage, I told my mom, I was like, mom, I'm dying. I'm literally 
in a pool of sweat every single time. I am hurting. Like some of the symptoms were like extreme burning, like extreme pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just being real and wrong here because somebody needs to hear this. And I, yes. um, I didn't, think it, I didn't <laughs> think it was normal. Like, but I didn't know. I was like, nobody talks about this. So I must be the only one going through this because nobody else is saying anything. And I literally, um, just cried to my mom. I was like, mom, I, my, when I urinate, it burns so bad. It burns when I'm not urinating. I'm bloated all the time. I am depressed. I am major anxiety. I'm gaining weight and I'm eating the same that I always have. I'm exercising. I don't know what's wrong with me. And so my mom, here's my desperation. And obviously she begins trying to help me find a specialist of somebody that can help me. And we knew about holistic health. We knew about natural remedies, um, but very little. And so growing up, it was always, we find a doctor. We're going to find a Western medicine doctor that can give us an answer, give us a medicine, give us a pill to fix this. So my mom gets me in with a specialist. He met me before the office even opened because he was booked out, ranked number one in the area. And he does a Oh my gosh. It was a, such a painful exam just to confirm that I had endometriosis. Oh my um, gosh. It was very invasive in both ends of my lower half. Um, so painful. Like I was crying, you know, because I was like, what is going on? Obviously intercourse was already painful for me. A doctor sticking up to their elbow inside of any part of me is not going to be comfortable. Um, And so my mom was like, okay, so what are our options? You know, I'm 19 years old. I don't know what I'm doing at this point. My mom had always helped me through everything, any kind of medical issue. And um, he tells me then, he said, you have about a 10% chance to even get pregnant. And of course, they start pushing you towards surgery when you have endometriosis because they want to laser off those lesions um, and give you a little bit of hope. Some women have been successful of getting pregnant after. And I asked them, I said, you know, what is my, what's the success rate? What are the chances that I would even, you know, not be in pain from scar tissue after he was like probably about 15%. Wow. Wow. Emily. So we're going to, where I, I wanna, want you to just take a pause there for a minute because we're going to go to our first break here. But this is incredible. Like I have goosebumps just listening to you because I can feel the pain, the journey of pain that you've gone through. And I have worked with, with girls, young girls in their 20s with severe endometriosis. And it's a journey. Like I worked with a girl for over a year with it, um, along with some endometriosis specialist and all those things. And she had other things going on too, but it's, it's absolutely incredible what this does. So we're going to go to our first break here, but when we come back, I want you to continue to walk us through like what your next steps were and how you then started your healing journey. So guys don't go anywhere. Please stay here. This is a very, very important message. And especially if you are someone that is dealing with endometriosis and you're like, I'm at a standstill and I just really don't know what my next steps are. I want you to hang in there because we have a lot more to share. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. 
And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. That's right. If you have any questions or there's a specific topic or even a guest that you would like for me to interview on this show, you can email me at lizzie at undietyourself.live because I want to bring more people on like Emily. We are talking about a very, very important subject here, and I want to bring more of that on here for you guys. So if you know anybody or if you have any other specific type of topics or questions, shoot them my way. Also. If you are looking to work with someone with these specific type of issues or any other kind of hormone health weight loss issues, and you want to learn how to truly heal and nourish your body in a sustainable, healthy way, you can also grab the link in my show notes and book a call with me and we can see we uh, want to work together. All right, we're going to get back to the show. I've been talking to Emily about her journey with her endometriosis and what that process has been like. And it's been absolutely amazing, the things that she's sharing. Also, I got goosebumps just listening to it. So we're going to get back to you, Emily. And I want you to just walk us through like you're now at the doctor and he's telling you, you'll never get pregnant. Tell us what happened next. Yeah. So tells me, you know, my percentage and chances of getting pregnant because after doing the exam and seeing how severe the issue was, um, that I would likely, I just, I may not ever have children. I guess he was trying to go ahead and tell me like, Hey, this is the worst of the worst. There's still a chance, but I just want you to know up front, you may not. And, you know, one of the biggest desires of my heart as a woman was one day I wanted to be a mama, you know? Um, and I knew that that's what I wanted to pour myself into when the season came and when God allowed that to happen. And so, um, he also diagnosed me with a con condition called interstitial cystitis. And um, that's where these UTIs that I was getting prescribed antibiotic 
after antibiotic for were coming from. It wasn't really a UTI. Um, it was this IC is what they um, abbreviated as. And it's so common for women with endometriosis to also have this um, condition. And also like every one in four women with endometriosis also have IC. And so they just probably are getting prescribed antibiotics and told it's UTIs. Um, and so I, my husband didn't get to go to the doctor appointment with me. So I go home, I talk over things with him. They had went ahead and scheduled me a surgery date. So leading up to finding this specialist this whole time, I am trying to find natural things to help my body. Because at this point I was like, you know, an OBGYN at, at up to this many years has not been able to give me relief, has not been able to help me. Um, what else can I do on my own? And I didn't know a ton about nutrition at this time in my life. I didn't know a ton about endocrine disruptors. And I was the queen of smell good. I had all the candles, all the wall plugs in, plugins, all the perfumes, lotions. And I just think like, I look back and I'm like, oh my goodness, I was lathering those things all over my body. Yeah. I had no idea that it was very, it was contributing to probably making my hormone issue much worse. So go home. I tell my husband, I'm like, I just do not feel at peace about this surgery. His, um, I guess, approach to fixing me was going to be doing the laser surgery to remove the lesions and then insert an IUD. And at this point I was over any type of birth control. I was um, synthetic birth controls, anything that the OBGYN wanted to give me, I was like, screw it. You know, I, I don't trust this anymore. Um, and had been learning more and more on my own. I had already started making drastic changes to my nutrition, um, and learning about foods that helped combat inflammation and how to lessen that inflammation in my body. And I was starting to notice change, just not enough change to not be completely miserable still because it's a process. Um, Healing journey in general is a process, especially depending where you're at and how severe these conditions are and how jacked up for lack of better word, your hormones are. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I actually want to, I want us to, to kind of dive into that a little bit, because this is the thing that so many people get caught up in. Hey, if I change something tomorrow or for a week or two, I'm instantly, there's a timeline on this. Like I'm, I'm going to feel better and be healed within a certain amount of time. And the reality is, is you cannot put a timeline on it. You just can't. And the other thing is, is you need to look back at, this is why health histories, when I talk to someone and I say, okay, when did this start? If you were to come to me and and have a consultation with me, I'd say, hey, how long has this been going on? When did this start? What was your childhood like? What did you experience? What all of those things matter. And here's why, because you started with these things when you were 18 months old. And so then that led into this whole miserable childhood, teenage years. And and that's the thing that people need to understand is like, I will say it over and over and over and over again, you cannot force your body into something and you cannot rush your body into something and you cannot put a timeline on 
your body on when it needs to be healed. What you do need to give it, though, is a lot of grace, a lot of nourishment through exercise, through food, through sleep, through self-care. Those are the things that you need to be patient with and you need to give your body on a daily basis, on a consistent basis. But you also need to know what that is. Like, what is it? So someone with hypothyroidism, that's going to look different than someone with endometriosis. Absolutely. But again, the same thing, you cannot put a timeline on it. And so I want you to keep talking about that as we're moving forward into what I love where you're going with this is like, hey, I had already started while I was still working with the doctors, but you were starting to wake up and you were starting to like take control of your own health. And that is what we need to be doing. So continue on, Emily. I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah. So started to learn what was in our foods, um, learn the foods that my hormones needed to function at their best. Um, and I was not giving them that before I thought I was a healthy eater. Um, but it was according to like the fitness world and just the world in general of what their version of healthy was. And it was wreaking havoc on my body more and more. Um, so just learning what true nourishment and change was finding the supplements that were right for my body. Um, three things. And, and I think you would probably agree here. Um, obviously get your labs done by somebody who is going to fight for you and actually find Mm -hmm. root cause, um, and see where you are maybe lacking nutrients and find what supplements you need there. But three things I feel like every woman does need is a good whole food multivitamin. Um, a good probiotic and a good magnesium. So those were the first three things I jumped on. Um, I also added in digestive enzymes because I was having digestive issues due to the endometriosis was all over my intestines. It was um, all over my bladder. That was part of the bladder issues. It was everywhere. Like it, and Um, even attached to places like your liver, your pancreas, your stomach. I mean, it can get all over your organs. And so no wonder I had stomach issues. I had issues with the bathroom, you know, all these things that growing up embarrassed me so bad because I was like, what is wrong with me? Why Mm -hmm. not having these issues? But I'm just a hypochondriac apparently that has every (laughs) world, you know, that's, that's how it comes across. It's like, you're being overdramatic, get it together. And I was not going to stop advocating for myself because I knew what inside I was feeling like. And I knew that my body was not meant or created to feel this way. And so fast forward, I'm doing all of these things already leading up to my appointment the specialist told me, keep doing these things. You're doing the right thing. So it did at least encourage me that he was pro finding the nutrients that your body needed, finding the supplements your body needed. Um, so go home, discuss with my husband. Um, I was still on birth control at this point, And I told the specialist, I said, can I come off of it? Because I think it is part of the problem. And when you look at symptoms that birth control can cause, one of the things is painful intercourse. Um, one of the things is extreme, like mood shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even have more painful periods, irregular periods because of birth control. Yep. And so I asked him, I was like, are you good? If I come off of it, 
honestly, I was at the point I was going to do it anyways, because I was tired of just feeling horrible and what else could go wrong at this point. And so um, my husband and I just kind of talked through, really prayed through what we felt like the next step was in our marriage and in our lives. We weren't ready for children yet. We had only been married about eight or nine months at this point. Um, And I wanted to wait a little bit longer and, but I wanted to get the issue fixed because I knew since I was 13 that there was a problem and I had been diagnosed. And so I wanted to be proactive and figure out, okay, am I going to have to take, you know, fertility things to help me Mm -hmm. get a baby? What am I going to have to do? Um, so I was trying to be proactive because I did at least have enough common sense to do that. Um, and so I just, my husband was like, I support you and whatever you choose to do, you know, you have to make this decision. This is your body. You have to make this call. And so I really just, I don't know how everybody listen, listening feels where you stand, but I just prayed to the Lord and I was like, God, you know, I need an answer on what I'm supposed to do. A couple of weeks had gone by. I needed to let the doctor know if I was going to go through with this surgery or not. Um, and I just got this like weird, overwhelming feeling of like, you need to take a pregnancy test. And I thought that is not a good idea because it's going to devastate me because okay, we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pause you right there because this is, <laughs> this is the perfect place to pause because we're going to our next break here, but right. I cannot wait to hear what happens after this because this is amazing. Now, one of the things that I was just thinking about while you were talking is it needs to be much more normal for girls in their teenage years when they have irregular periods and are having terrible pain and all these things going on, anemia, tiredness, uh, all, all of the things. It needs to be normal for those girls to get blood work done and to get checked out. And here's why. I actually have a mom that I worked with last year and she has two teenage daughters and she literally just came to me in the last month and and is telling me what's going on with her daughters. And she's like, we need to figure out what's going on. So now I'm working with her daughters to figure out, hey, what is going on? Why are they having the symptoms and experiences that they are? Let's figure it out and get them feeling better. So I'm very, very proud of the mom to understand and know that and want to advocate for her for her daughters and then teach them. That needs to be normal instead of going, hey, let me go to a gynecologist. If your periods are off, if you're tired, whatever it is, you have too much cramping, let's just slap you on birth control. Birth control is not going to fix your problem. It may help alleviate some of the symptoms, but is not going to fix the problem. So just keep that in mind. We're going to go to our next break here, but I'm excited to hear what Emily has to share when we come back because uh, I don't know what happened after this. So don't go anywhere. I'm Lizzie Enns, your host on the I'm Not Fine Show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away 
so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. Oh my gosh, I cannot tell you guys how much I'm loving this episode and this show today because this is just such an important message for so many women struggling with this specific topic and is the exact reason why I wanted to have Emily on here and I've been looking forward to this for weeks now since August to be honest. So just scheduling wise uh, didn't work until now so I'm very very proud of you and I just want to thank you again Emily before we even move forward into what I want you to share from here is how can people find you? I want people to know where they can find you, social media, emails, website. Tell us about that. Okay. Yeah. So on Instagram, you can find me at Simply Pure Nutrition. Um, Facebook, you can find me at Simply Pure Health LLC. And email wise, you can find me at Simply Pure Health 2022 at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome. And how long have you, um, you're doing coaching now too. I I just want to let the listeners know too, like if you are someone that's like, Hey, I'm in the same boat and I would love to work with someone that has walked through that and knows exactly what she was able to do. How do you work with people? What does that look like for you? You don't have to go and tell people like what exactly it is that you do, but how do you work with people? Yeah. So I do everything online. So you do not have to be local to me to try to come and do an in-person meetup. Um, I do everything via like FaceTime or Zoom um, and everything can be done virtually. And um, I even have Amish clients that I just call on the phone and mail things to them um, that have had great success that way. Um, So I try to do my best to make it work for whatever somebody needs. So if it's an elderly person, maybe that doesn't do social media, um, but they have a cell phone or a landline, um, we can totally make it work that way. But yes, all virtually, all online. That's so funny you say that. I actually work with some Amish people as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I actually, uh, I I talked to one um, last week. And I said, how did you find me? And she goes, oh, I found you on Instagram. And I said, you, you, you're you, on Instagram? And she's like, oh, I said, I didn't know you guys are allowed to be on Instagram. And she's like, we're not, but we're anyway. 
Yes. (laughs) I have several Amish clients that have social media and emails and iPhones. And I was the same way. I was like, what is going on? Like I was fully prepared to have to, you know, jump through more their home people. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're a little more advanced than the, than the Amish community where I'm from, but yeah, it's amazing. And I, and, and that is one thing that the Amish people like, they like to take the natural approach as much as possible. So anyway, let's get back to where you left off. The doctor said, you're not going to, you have a very small percentage chance of ever getting pregnant. And then you felt like you needed to take a pregnancy test. Yeah. I'm super, I have always been super sensitive to my body. And that's why all these years I was like, I'm feeling all these things and my body was screaming that it needed help. But, you know, my mom and dad were listening to me, but they didn't know they weren't educated other than go to the doctor. Um, And nobody really could help me. We had met a natural lady um, when I was a little bit younger, like middle high school age. Um, And she did help me some, but she didn't know much on this side of it. Um, And it was still kind of taboo to us at that point. We were like, what in the world? We're going to use natural stuff, you know? Um, (laughs) And now like my whole family is like, we're only using natural stuff, you know, (laughs) because I'm like, you better not, you don't take that. Don't do this, you know? Um, And so it's just funny to watch how that has changed. But yeah, so my mom the whole time was advocating for me the best she knew how. And so felt kind of off for about a week. And I was like, what is going on? I have always been a runner. I enjoy running. It was my release and my escape for so many years since I was probably sixth grade. Um, so like 12, um, and it was just, it just made me happy. It put my head in a good place. Um, I struggled with severe anxiety for years and years and years, and it just was an escape for me. And so my first thing that I was like, something's wrong with my body was I could not catch my breath when I was running. Mm. And if anybody is a runner or exercises normally, you know, you may get a little out of breath, but then your breath kind of normalizes after several minutes into exercise. Um, and it wouldn't. And then the other thing I noticed was I was bending down to clean up or pick stuff up and I would stand up and I would get so dizzy. I like had to sit down. I thought I was going to pass out. And I'm like, what is going on with me? Then my, my sense of smell just got so heightened. And so all these things, I'm like, okay, these are like, could be pregnancy symptoms, but let's not get our hopes up. Then I felt like, okay, maybe I need to take a pregnancy test. Um, I did. And I did not wait till morning time. Like they say to, <laughs> it was like three 30 in the afternoon. My husband had just left. We were running a martial arts school at the time. Um, I have always been super active. I just enjoy exercise and just activity in general. Um, he goes on to the school. I was going to meet him there later. And I took that pregnancy test and it lit up. And I thought, this is, this is a false positive. This is not like, there's no way the doctor told me this would not happen. Um, and so I called my mom and I was like, um, if there's two lines, does that mean that it's positive? <laughs> Mind you, at this point, I was only 20 years old and I was terrified out of my mind. I had already been told since I was 13, like, 
you're going to struggle to get pregnant. So as soon as I come off birth control, the doctor says, you don't have anything to worry about. So I, we didn't worry about it. And boom, I get pregnant. Um, and it wasn't that that would have just happened anyways, but I had already been taking a lot of steps to start healing my body. And I guess it was working. And so I go over to my husband and I'm like, I show him the pregnancy test. And he said, that's not yours. <laughs> I was like, it is, it is mine. I did not order this on Amazon. This is mine. <laughs> you needed to um, do it in front of him. So he believed you. <laughs> I know. I know. I did end up taking like seven more, like any probably normal woman the first time they get pregnant because I was like, this is not, this is not. Oh true. my gosh. Um, so I was, my heart was beating out of my chest. I was like, I am not ready to be a mom. I was not expecting this to be my story. And so called the doctor and I'm like, um, I got a positive. Of course, I spoke with a nurse, not the doctor. Said, I got a positive pregnancy test. And so I'm supposed to have a surgery. I had already canceled that. So they turned my surgery date into my confirmation date. So I show up to the doctor. They do the blood test. I'm pregnant. And the specialist walks in and he said, Miss Norman, I just want you to know this is a literal miracle. And I thought, wow, like you are kidding me. Like I was honestly blown away. Um, but this was not the end of my journey. Yeah. And so I was super fortunate and blessed both pregnancies. I never got sick. Thank goodness. Because I don't know what I would have done, but the extreme fatigue was unreal. Um, mm -hmm like five, six hour naps in the middle of the day. And I would still sleep all night. Um, it was so crazy. And I'm like, okay, is this normal? Maybe this is the time that my body is really going to do some healing. And a lot of doctors will say the cure to endometriosis is to get pregnant, but really high rate of infertility. Um, women most of the time really struggle to get pregnant with that. And they don't know the steps to take to start healing their body, to even give them a chance, give their body a chance. Yeah. And so doctor says it, you know, this is a miracle. I walked through my pregnancy, zero issues, phenomenal pregnancy, very rough labor and delivery, but we survived. <laughs> um, and after I had my son, I, I breastfed him and I did not get my period back for 10 months. When I got it back, it was normal for the first time in my life. And by normal, I mean, it was coming around the same time every month. Wow. Okay. Wow. Like maybe having a baby really did fix these issues. I'm learning more and more as this time goes on of what nutrition is. How do I nourish? How do I continue to heal my body? How do I get my hormones functioning at par and where they're supposed to be? Because I'm on my own in this, you know, I, I didn't know a lot of women doing the online stuff like you and I do now. Um, and I just kind of felt like, seriously, I was on my own. And so like, I think this is probably a goal of yours, but my biggest goal is like, I don't want women to have to walk their journey alone because yep. it can be such a dark and lonely place. It can be so hard. I had so many uh, people, including family members that didn't believe me because to the outside, it looked like I got pregnant really fast, but they didn't see all the work that I was doing and all the things that I was staying up so late at night, trying to educate myself so that I could advocate for myself and I could 
heal my body. And so that was like a punch in the gut. Cause you're like, I'm doing, I'm doing the things I'm doing the things I need to be doing. And to the outside, it looks like I just up and got pregnant really quick. And it wasn't that. And so wow. continue on, you know, my son, um, I was a stay at home mom with him. I was stressed to the max. My adrenals were taxed. Um, he did not sleep well. I did not sleep well. There were times that I would forget to eat um, because I was taking care of him. And that's not good either. Um, and that's another way that I help women is, okay, let's figure out how to make this work for your schedule. You have to eat. You have to keep yourself mm -hmm. alive, not just that tiny human. And so um, my adrenals were taxed out. And I started about the time he was a little bit before he turned two, experiencing some pain again, some hormonal issues. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not going backwards. You know, I've come too far to let this happen. And so I immediately like, my personality is go obsessive all in kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I immediately was like, we are kicking it into gear. We're doing this thing. We're getting it back together. So started meal prepping back to the basics of what I did when right before I got pregnant with him, my body had come so far, literally none of the issues for nearly two years after having him and began having some of the issues again. And I knew about that time. I was like, I think we're ready for number two. And I was like, but I am not going to have to try and try and try. I don't want to it, it put that stress on my body and just devastate myself because I just felt like I would try and then quit trying. Yeah. And so like, I'm going to get my body back on track first. So and I so want to jump into that just a little bit, because we're going to go to our next break here. But one of the things that really, really stood out to me that you said, which is something that I always, always, always tell people is you have to go back to the basics. And what is that? What are the basics for you? So diet industry and us people, we like to make things so, so complicated. One, because we like quick fixes and we think we need to have a label to that quick fix of like, I need to go on a specific diet, restrict myself extremely, those kinds of things. But really the basics are like, what are you putting into your body? How are you nourishing your body? What does that look like? And what is healing your helping you heal your body? Because there's two things that you're always doing. You're always doing one or there's one thing, one thing or the other that you're doing. You're either fighting disease with the way that you're taking care of your health and your body or you're feeding it. And what does that mean when you're fighting it? It means that you're taking care of it on a day to day basis with what you're putting into your body, how you're caring for it. If you're feeding disease, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have a disease at the moment, but it could lead to a disease, heart disease, strokes, cholesterol, cancer, those kinds of things. And that's by the choices that we make on a day-to-day -day basis that can eventually lead to that. So anyway, we're going to go to our next break here. We don't have much time left, but one of the things that I want you to do, Emily, is I want you to just kind of fast track us through what were some of the things that you ended up doing that really helped you get to the place that you are today? Because I, I do want the the people that are listening to hear that, like, what did you do and how did you get to this place that you are to where you are at today? Um, we're going to go to our next break. And when we come back, that's what I want you to dive into. We'll be right back, guys. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. 
And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Lizzie at UndietYourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We don't have much time left here today. Seriously, I feel like we need another entire hour to get through all the things that we want to talk about. But we're going to rapid fire through the the end of this show today. And then you guys know where you can find her, find Emily on social, her website and all of those. So if you need to reach out to her and you want to talk to her about her experience and what she's done, like, please do so. Before we move on next week's show, we're going to be exploring the impact of cortisol on your health, because this is a really, really important topic as well. A lot of confusion around it, but also a lot of really good information of things that you can do for your cortisol. So you're going to want to come back next week for that show. Emily, I want you to walk us through the rest of the time that we have here of what you did and how you got to where you're at now. Yeah, of course. So first off, continued learning, continued being patient and continued staying consistent. Um, Those were three big things for me. I never want to stop learning and I never want to go back to the way I felt, you know, Mm -hmm. seven years ago. And so Some things that I learned along the way were how to not restrict certain food groups, but eat the right things in those food groups. Um, Keto was a huge thing several years ago. I think it's kind of still a thing maybe, but not as big. Um, And I tried it and I learned really quick. It was not for me. Um, I would always have an issue with my blood sugar tanking. Mm, So those carbohydrates and my nutrition was not good for me. Um, not great for your hormones either. And so learning how to get those healthy fats, those good solid proteins, and I was willing to do whatever I had to do to keep my body healthy, to nourish my body and to feel good. And by that, I mean, I never ate seafood growing up. Um, my mom never ate it. So I never ate it. I hated the smell of it. And after my first kid, I learned to eat fish. Oh wow. my gosh, that's amazing. Because I knew how important those omega-3s were for my health. I knew how important that was. Um, fish is so good for our hormones, wild caught, not farm raised. Want to just say that. Um, and so I made myself learn to eat fish. And um I'm just so thankful, number one, that I did that. And I do like it now. I especially like wild caught cod. I think it's very mild. Um, I learned to how to make healthy breakfast, how to balance those things, um, the how to get enough fiber, how to get 
enough of it all and how to balance it, how to keep my blood sugar balanced. That was another really big one. So many people struggle with insulin sensitivity. And um, a lot of women who have PCOS have insulin sensitivity as well. Um, And usually you don't have PCOS without the other. So you know, learning, I, I learned all of that and I was like, okay, so now my biggest thing is learning to balance my blood sugar. So just learning the correct things to eat was huge for me. Um, we were ready to try for our second child and boom, pregnant. What? I had no issues. Um, wonderful pregnancy. I never got sick again. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is, this is just luck, you know? Um, and I thought it was until my sister got pregnant. I helped her and she never got sick either. So maybe there's something to it. Um, But just learning the things to nourish my body with. If I can encourage the listeners of anything is to be patient and stay consistent. Absolutely. Um, So we're just, we're just going to, is there anything, one last thing that you want to share with the listeners before we close out the show today? Yeah, it's important to find somebody that can support you and walk you through the journey if you don't know what to do. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that is where I like to call it. And and I have some people that that say this to me, but I I've been saying this is like if you don't have the right help and if you don't have the right right lab work and tests to um, help you figure out what is truly going on, it's kind of like throwing darts at the wall but you're throwing darts at your health and you're hoping that it sticks. And so if there's anything that I can encourage anybody to do that's listening to this and you're in a place where you feel like you don't know where to start, I want you to just start on, look at what foods are protein, what foods are fiber and start by bringing those things in. And you're going to be surprised how quickly you can feel better. Every single meal needs to have a protein in it. And every single meal should have some sort of fiber in it. That's going to help keep you satiated, help keep your insulin levels stabilized, help keep your blood sugar stabilized. You're probably going to start feeling better and sleeping better and having more longer sustained energy as well. So it's, it's just such a it's not always as complicated as we think it is. And one of the things that I, I want to point out before we go here is, Emily, you took your control of your health. You took control of your situation and you said, no more. I'm not going to just listen to someone telling me what I can and can't do and what's, what my body is capable of doing. You decided what your cop body was capable of doing. You took control of that. And I got goosebumps saying that because it's the truth and more women need to feel that. And I want them to know, and I know you want them to know that they can feel that as well. So I just want to thank you so much again for coming on here today. We're going to close out this show now, but for anybody that's listening, come back next week. We'll be back then. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.